0: Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
1: Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellows on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills.
0: Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan,
2: Nate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this uh, wonderful, still, I guess it's still pre agency or free agency. It's you know, pre-draft episode of Circling the Wagons. Um, We have a lot of fun things to discuss. Uh, We have uh, the Bills' new stadium deal. Some fun thoughts about that um, as far as financing goes and as far as, you know, the future of the Buffalo Bills, uh, things that we can expect in the new stadium. I wanted to give our thoughts on that. Um, I'm going to mention the Ryan Bates signing uh, because that was kind of a fun topic a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, if, and if if we have time, we'll get into some general AFC news like the Tyreek Hill trade, the Deshaun Watson trade, fun stuff like that. And maybe uh, continue to go into our free agent uh, or biggest needs positionally for the Buffalo Bills going forward into the draft. Now the free agency is pretty much done for the most part. Don't expect a whole lot of other things to happen, but uh, I want to, you know, introduce my co-host, John and Mike, fellas. Uh, I gave you the week off. I was feeling a little ill, by the way. Sorry for anyone that may have been expecting us. Probably two of you were wondering why we didn't post last week. Uh, I was feeling under the weather and uh, decided to give uh, Mike and John the week off. So, guys, how's it going? Did you enjoy the the, the Sunday night with no uh, with no CTW? I
1: honestly didn't know what to do with myself, uh, but uh, I'm glad to be back this week. And I love you guys.
2: <laughs> Nice, nice. I didn't think you were going to say something like that. Nice, that was nice, John. I missed you it's, too. I missed missed talking bills with you, Mike. What about you? Feels like John's
0: dying or something.
1: <laughs> John? <laughs> no, I'm just happy. I'm excited. We got the the bills have had a great off season. The draft hasn't even started yet, and like ah, Super Bowl all the way this year. This is it. This is the year. It
0: feels like they've won the off season even as we're so careful to do ferreting out our own
2: biasness <laughs> nobody who, ferret- who did be- who did better nobody <laughs> nobody ferret- ferrets our bias more than <laughs> the guys over at CTW podcast <laughs> there's there's it nobody does- that tries tries to be more biased towards their favorite team <laughs> than us remember when
1: Rex Ryan Rex Ryan proclaimed that we won the offseason oh
2: yeah yeah, it's we we did not we did not that year. Was that the one that was that the year that we got LeSean McCoy? Was that what I it don't was? remember?
1: I don't remember which year it was. I, I mean, was, to be fair, I did believe him when he said it. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that was gullible, John. That was
2: <laughs> that was gullible. No, no, John. No, I was just I was just very optimistic. <laughs> that was gullible, John, holding on to any string of evidence that that might end the drought, anything, any sort of clues that might end that, that heinous period of time for all bills fans. Yeah. Yeah. I was there too, John. I felt the same thing. I'm like, Oh, please. Oh, he, if somebody's that confident, they must be right. (laughs) They must be right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's good to, good to talk to you guys. There's a lot of fun things that uh, they would talk about. Uh, Just a few things that we missed uh, that I want to hit on. I mean, nothing, nothing huge, but uh, the first thing I want to lead off on, is the Ryan Bates uh, re-signing that happened earlier this week. Um, this was something we talked about two weeks ago, and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up again first was that uh, Ryan Bates got the free, en- free agent uh, tender, which was basically you weren't going to get a pick for him if he ended up signing with somewhere else. He met with three or four other teams, and he accepted an offer, a contract from the Chicago Bears. Um He signed that offer sheet, and then the Buffalo Bills had exactly five days to match that offer sheet. So, after we recorded this, when the offer sheet was accepted, and then while we didn't record last week was the time when uh, Ryan Bates uh, or the Bills had actually had a chance to re sign him, and they did for a four year, $17 million deal. Um, First two years are fully guaranteed to $8.8 million. Um, And I was making a big deal out of the Bills not just spending $4 million just to keep him for sure or at least get a second round pick as for the second round uh tender but uh they ended up basically getting that same exact thing by re-signing him so the first couple of years are basically four million dollars a year uh basically getting him for a little over four million dollars a year average salary so it ended up being a good thing the bills have their offensive line intact it's actually better if you include roger saffold a pro bowl guard so uh i do i did know that the uh Ryan will be playing Ryan, AKA Rick will be playing on the right side. And that's new. It's not new to him, but I was just watching an interview with him just recently, literally right before we got on to to record because John's like, why do they call him Rick? And I'm like, I don't know. So why don't I check it out on YouTube? And in that entire press conference, he mentioned how he liked to play on the left side. It just comes more natural for him. So, uh, it's good that he resigned. Uh he's playing a position that he's not as comfortable with apparently. It doesn't mean he's uncomfortable with it. He's just not as comfortable on the left side. So it is what it is. That's fine. But he,
1: he also said that he 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 can play any of the positions on the offensive line. He talked about center, guard, tackle. Like he he, he did mention that and he mentioned you know.
2: jumbo tight end. He mentioned fullback. Yeah. <laughs> played a little fullback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think to me not only having him as a starter, but the versatility is just huge. But I'm, that's that's my opinion, John. When you when you saw that, um, I know you and I were texting back and forth about it. You know, um, do, what did you think about? You know, wait, what? Keeping? Oh, we didn't. Did we not include you on in that text? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think you were in. Okay, okay. It was part of the group text, John. We were all texting together. Um, all three of us.
1: I don't think Mike responded. I think that's that's what happened. <laughs>
2: To like ninety nine percent of our texts. You ever guys? Does anyone ever group text like that? Where like ninety five percent of the people text, and then one person never texts. That's that's Mike. Mike's been doing better lately, though. I will say. During the year, mostly it's just John and John and I. But Mike, what did you think? Sorry, I'll start off with you, Mike. What did you? No, think? That's, that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to. <laughs> no, I insist. Go to John. <laughs> John thought on the versatility and the uh, and the the uh, the value. It's pretty good value, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's awesome. And like the way that he came on, like once he once he was in the starting lineup towards the end of the year, uh, I think it was a huge difference.
2: I think any time that you continue to protect Josh Allen well, which is exactly what happened the, the last three or four games of the season um, when Ryan Bates became the starter, and then you know you add to it. At the other guard position with someone who should be better i mean you have to protect josh allen and you have to give him weapons i mean that's that's all it comes down to for the team to have continued success now does it also help to get a von miller if you can absolutely that that makes a huge difference but what it really comes down to is protecting josh allen and giving him weapons to throw to right so this was this did one of those two things (laughs) for sustainable success so um i was a huge fan of it that's that's great news uh happy to have Rick back by the way we didn't mention why they call him Rick it was there was no good reason (laughs) we found out it was literally just like one of the guys that used to be on the team Nate Becker one of the tight ends just used to call him Rick and like it just stuck and then people just are and he never cared about it or complained about it and yeah in fact this season not only did Ryan Bates play at a higher level this season but he didn't actually get starting level experience since 2018 and he was with, well, I think it was Penn State. So he was like, I think he said like the Sun Bowl in 2018. Like that's, like not only has the guy been riding the bench, but not he comes off the bench and has a great season, like a great end of the season. Now let's hope that he continue. Is he going to go Cody Ford or is he going to continue to play well? We'll see. But I'm happy with it. I think all Bills fans should be happy about it as well. I'm sure, I'm sure they are. All right, now we get into, Mike, is there anything you wanted to add to to John's? I have nothing to add. <laughs> I plead the fifth amendment. Um at <laughs> advice of counsel, I'm pleading the fifth. So we'll get to Deshaun Watson later. But um for let's get into the Bills stadium announcement. Now this is huge. This came up on uh, March twenty eighth. Um the Bills uh, in New York the Bills, New York State and Erie County reach a quote unquote ironclad 30 year deal to build a one point four billion dollar stadium in Orchard Park. Now, just to give some of the deals, uh, some of the terms of the deal, which we'll get into a little bit more um, after I after I lay them out, is the public is going to provide $850 million of that $1.4 billion to fund construction pending approval by New York and Erie County lawmakers, which is far less than anyone had anticipated, uh, which is what the governor had said, re- referring to frequent speculation that taxpayers could spend $1 billion or more reflecting a percentage of costs in line with other recent small market stadium projects. Ongoing maintenance and capital costs will add nearly $13 million a year. So we'll pick up the tab for that. New York State is slated to contribute $600 million and Erie County, $250 million towards the construction. So that's how that $850 million works out. It's six hundred million from the state in general and two hundred fifty million uh, strictly from Erie County, which is also a good thing. Uh, if you have friends or family members or people that you know that are fans of other teams within the division, like the Jets or Giants fans or jets I'm sorry Jets or uh, dolphins fans specifically, and we all know a couple for some reason that live in New York. <laughs> you could say oh hey thanks for uh thanks for funding our stadium That's nice after they beat them after the bills beat them, you can say hey thanks for uh thanks for footing the bill on that one out there. That was nice uh, the NFL will provide a two hundred million dollar loan. To Bill's owners, Kim and Terry Pagula, the following, uh, I'm sorry, following a vote of league owners at their annual meeting Monday at the Breakers Resort. No, that's going to happen tomorrow from when we're recording this. Up to $150 million of the loan is forgivable, prepaid through the visiting team shares of Bill's ticket revenue over 25 years, according to the terms of the league's G4 loan program, which help fund stadium construction renovations. Team owners Kim and Terry Pagula are contributing at least three hundred and fifty million dollars towards stadium pr- construction plus the fifty million dollars they will have to reimburse the league. A portion of those funds now this is this is where it gets fun, and and when I say fun it, it it's it's maddening. <laughs> A portion of those funds will come from the sale of about fifty thousand personal seat licenses to all season ticket holders, beginning around one thousand dollars apiece. The Pagulas are also "quote unquote" responsible for any escalation costs to construct the stadium, the governor said. A detail the governor called quite significant. So, a couple of things on that last one: um, we, the Bills, have never had PSLs, personal seating licenses, um, which is kind of frustrating. I mean, you, the three of us. I mean, we don't really have a dog in the fight. we we're not season ticket holders. Uh, but we have had season tickets together, and uh, I I mean, at that point in our lives when we were in our early twenties, I don't know if we would have gotten season tickets if we had to pay a thousand dollars just to have them. Uh, it feels like
1: well, wasn't it, it like, like five hundred bucks just for the season tickets? Like, and I, that was it. Like, I
2: think it might have been like three hundred. Like, isn't that crazy? Probably, yeah. Or was, was like, or am I am I thinking it was too? Le- I thought it was only like three or four hundred.
1: That's it was, Yeah, it was in that range, right? It was nothing. Add an extra $1,000 to that. It's <laughs> significant.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know I mean, what I, it is now. It could be a lot more now. I don't know what it is. Somebody somebody, Google real quick while I'm talking. And if I don't tell you which one's going... Oh, Mike, Mike just said not me. Uh, sorry, John, you got to Google this. Um, if you get reimbursed back when you give up the license, or if that's just what you... I'm, I'm almost positive you do not get that money back. Or if you sell the season tickets... I I don't know if there's ever selling season tickets or like how does that work? Like how do personal seating personal seat licenses work for selling season tickets or whatever? Um but either way, it's like paying it's it's paying to to for the ability to just have tickets, have season tickets. Like that just seems wrong in some way. Mike, what do you think uh in this? It's kind of like a weird it's something, it's it's uncharted territory for Bills fans. To have this sort of uh, it's kind of it's not like a tax because it's not recurring, but I don't know it's like it's like paying the bank to give you a loan like because you already pay to have a loan, no matter what, like you pay the interest, but they're like, oh yeah, and then also pay us a thousand dollars up front just to just so you can get a loan <laughs> and I don't want to say that too loud because I don't want banks to start doing that, but Mike, what do you think?
0: I think it does certainly change the cost benefit of getting the ticket or the calculus, right? Like we've thrown out at times like, Hey, we could get tickets, season tickets for a year. But if you're, if you're shelling out a, a large sum of money, it's almost like you're incentivized to hang on to it. Right. Cause there's that sunk cost. If you, if you pay like a thousand is the lowest, I believe. Right. Wasn't it going up to many, many multiples of that
2: for oh, yeah. really good seats. I heard up to 20,000. Yeah.
0: So if you pay 20,000, it's not like you're only getting them for one, year you like you almost have to amortize that over hey we're, i'm gonna keep these for the next 30 years don't you think oh yeah and like so it's kind of unfortunate like it doesn't allow the people that might want the seats the most to to be able to utilize them right like because we talked about like hey we've had them before and then life's life changes and it, it may not work for you the next year you go five years and then maybe you want them again like it's it really changes um the calculus
2: i think with the PSLs. It almost it would have priced us out of it when we had gotten them together if we had to pay an extra thousand dollars just for four hundred dollar tickets, <laughs> you know, if it becomes forty, especially because we didn't know if we were gonna get well then we would have had them for like the next ten years straight just to just to make up the money for it. Like you said, the sunken cost for just paying that one amount out. Yeah. It absolutely does. I I wouldn't be surprised if it prices a lot of fans, not a lot of fans. I'm sure some, I'm sure a lot of fans can afford it, but I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have season tickets. Uh, I want to say maybe it was up to 50 something thousand season ticket holders this past year. So that still means that there are 20,000 that weren't there. Of course, this new stadium will have less people, uh, but which I'll get to in a minute. But um, John, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, this, this, I can only look at it from, from this standpoint, from where I've had it, like individual season ticket sales are going to be even tougher to get because people are going to want to make the money back when they sell them, you know, second, you know, in the second market, uh, secondary market, uh, yeah. It's- hey, we've been looking for a scheme. Maybe this could be our scheme.
0: Like we pay the upfront cost and then it's almost like the bills are pushing that onto the fans and the season ticket holders to be like their ticket broker to some extent. Right, like so, we sign up for it and can't go to the game or don't want it in the future. Well, we've already got that huge sunk cost, so we're going to keep going with it, and then it's on us to
2: sell the tickets. So we just have to sell them back. But you're saying, in order for this to be a good scheme to to make a lot of money, we'd have to over we'd have to overcharge for these tickets. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay, but there's going to be less. Legal, tickets.
0: That's fine. Yeah, higher demand. Bills, in theory, are good for long... T- well, we're one Josh Allen slip on a slippery staircase, icy staircase <laughs> from back to mediocrity again, but...
2: Why would you even speak that <laughs> into the universe, Mike? <laughs> into the simulation, why would you... <laughs> yeah.
0: If they're good for the next 10 years, it could be an amazing investment. Like, pony up the money while everyone's outraged. Get our tickets and Go to some games and sell some games. Hmm. Maybe you better not release this. Let's keep the scheme amongst <laughs> just us.
2: If somebody else would like to go in on the scheme with us to scheme Bills fans out of tickets, these.
0: <laughs> but it's it's going to be like the only way we can go, don't you think?
2: It it will be one of the only ways that we can go if we don't is to buy season tickets and pay that upfront cost, and then yeah. So like, let's what if say, we, what
0: if we call today? Do we still have to pay, pay the PSL?
2: <laughs> I don't think you have to pay for another three years Until the okay. the stadium's made Okay. Uh, let's see Yeah, you don't just start I don't think you have to start doing it now Is there like a grandfather clause If you already have the season tickets Oh, if there is We were definitely buying season tickets last <laughs> <day>. <laughs> We're definitely buying it
0: Like you buy it today, you pay nothing Oh, you buy it tomorrow, it's an extra $20,000
2: <laughs> John, did you find anything about the season PSLs? Like selling them? No, but did you know that Duke Johnson is on the Bills? <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like Jamie on Rogan, like always with the quick uh, research. <laughs> just right, as, right at our fingertips. <laughs> um. If that's the case, we're sinking. I'm sinking all my nest egg into Buffalo Bills season tickets, the season right before you have to get grandfathered into PSLs. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> you own 45 seats. <laughs> You'll be like a seat baron of the Gilded Age. <laughs> I'll be the the Rockefeller of, uh, of Carnegie new, Rockefeller, Carnegie Rockefeller of the Nate. new Bill State. <laughs> it's cdw nate <laughs> i'll have that black top hat and cane and monocle <laughs> walking down uh <laughs> walking down um why can't i think abbott uh, rabbit road <laughs> <that's right. laughs> with a my- little
0: cardboard sign this is i need tickets <laughs> <laughs>
2: looks like I literally just grabbed someone's Sharpie out of their out of their <laughs> glove compartment and just wrote on a, I have a 30 pack box right on this. All right. Yeah. It'll be me. <laughs> Top hat, monocle suit, robber baron. I'll be the robber baron of, uh, of the new, I wonder what they'll call the new bills stadium. Hopefully they just stick with, uh, you know, they're going to find a, uh, a partner to do it like high Mark or whatever a health insurance or bank or something like that. But I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of, you know, we talked about grievances. You should bet on it. Yeah. Yeah. Grievances. This we is one talk of, about grievances. this is a grievance for me is paying PSLs because, um, the County doesn't make any money on the PSLs. I mean, they don't really make any money on the stadium. Just the fact that it's there. Uh, I guess one of the good things, and I, and I, and I forgot to mention this when we mentioned the, the public, uh, Um, the state and the county providing $850 million to fund construction. Like the good thing about that is most of that money, at least maybe not for materials, but all the labor of that money will stay for the most part in upstate New York and specifically Western New York. Now they're going to have to bring in a lot more help. I imagine to construct the stadium, not just the people that are local to Western New York, because there's still a lot of construction. I mean, construction is booming right now. Um, So, they're going to have to bring in some people from out of state, but um, a lot of that construction money will stay for, hopefully, uh, construction firms within the area. So uh, that'll be good for the local economy, hopefully. Because, um, you know, trickle down, like that usually, that usually will work in one way or another.
1: But I wonder uh, if they have a deal like it. Like, you know how they do like the, you know, you shovel, you go to Buffalo, you shovel, and then you get you tickets or something. Maybe, maybe you know, I come I come over with a hammer, right? And you know, I you know, I, I help uh, you
2: know build the stadium, right? You get a little kickback. <laughs> John John nails in one board of plywood, and he's like, "Cool, so club seats, right? Like Van Miller clubs, like, uh, how many walls did you put up? Oh, I didn't even put up a wall. I just put up a patch over there in the upper right, hand. yeah." <laughs> John pulls out the sawzall. <laughs> All right, how much does that? How much did that save me in ticket prices? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good question. That would that, there would be dude, could you imagine if they allowed like buffalo dads DIYers to like be in the stadium during construction to help put together like if they thought it would end up uh saving them money on season tickets. Like they'd be putting in like toilets, you know, sinks, like they'd be putting in glass, like they they'd do whatever they could that they knew how to do to just, you know, save save a couple bucks on uh on and it'd PSL. be in the same
1: state as rich stadium or whatever the same is called nowadays <laughs>
2: yeah 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 be like hey if i construct my own seat do i get it for like the next few seasons <laughs> that would be yeah we'd call them up. it'd be funny if they did that um let's see uh one of the things i thought was really interesting about the construction costs is uh that the bills will cover any cost overruns, and with current gas prices affecting all parts of construction, like manufacturing and shipping, which is absolutely the case in construction, like that could be that could be a lot of money. Construction people are saying like it could be a twenty five percent increase. So, you know, if you're talking a one point four billion dollar stadium, maybe it's three hundred million dollar in overages. Um, you know, that's just the budget now. Sometimes things go over budget. Of course, I hate to think like if the stadium for whatever reason, like there was there ended up being like, actually it'll be 1.7 once we got done designing it. Now we're looking at the actual cost. Because what they like to do in construction is like take like a wag at it, right? Like they're just like, well, you know, for this square footage, for this, you know, type of occupancy, blah, blah, blah. Like this is This is what it will roughly cost. And I'm sure these $1.4 billion is pretty accurate estimate. But then once you actually design the stadium and everything that goes into it, the concourses, the open seating areas, the boxes, you know, the lighting, all that stuff you're talking, I mean, it could end up being $1.2 billion or it could be $1.6 billion. I'd be very curious as if who covers that extra like $0.2 billion if they have to charge more. You know, I I can't imagine it's the right? Like, I mean, I guess maybe that's saying the overages, it will, it will be uh, covered by the pagulas, But I think they meant just maybe, like, with the way construction costs are going up in general. Because, like I said, it's booming. And there's just, like, a short supply of materials and labor. Um, I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see how. I'm, I'm sure we're just going to eat it. <laughs> we're just going to, as taxpayers, we'll probably be the ones to eat it. But... So Gov- Governor Hochul, uh, who was raised in Hamburg, said her number one focus has been keeping the Buffalo Bills at home during talks with the Pagulas and Polanzar. Pal- Pal- Palanzar- I can't pronounce his name. I've heard it said a hundred times. I can't remember what it's called. Poloncars? Polonars? Poloncars? I can't remember. It's, it, whatever. It's the Erie, Erie County uh, County Supervisor. Erie County Supervisor. Mark Poloncars. Uh, that began in earnest shortly after he began, after she became governor in late August. Uh, this has been a tough, this has been a long, tough negotiation, Hoko said. The highest direct public contribution to the construction of a stadium prior to the proposed Bill Stadium was a $750 million invested in the $1.9 billion Allegiant Stadium in Nevada, and it was built to lure the Raiders franchise from Oakland to Las Vegas. So, oh, well, at least we're the best. We, we topped everyone from that standpoint. So that's always good. <laughs> we've always, we've given the most money. At least it wasn't a billion, but hey, we've still given the most money ever. <laughs> so that's a funny way of describing it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So this keeps the bills into uh, into Buffalo and Erie County for the next 30 years, which is, which is huge. You know, this is exactly what you want. It, it helps a lot that we have the governor being from Buffalo right now. So we can thank uh, Andrew Cuomo for that. Um, yeah, so that's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts about... Oh, here's one. Here's one. I have a feeling that a certain name is going to be omitted from the future Wall of Fame in the new Bills stadium. Like, they never got rid of them at the current stadium, but I feel like if they bring the new Wall of Fame into the next stadium, I feel like it's going to be... It's going to have a certain name omitted from it what do you guys think you think uh that'll happen i'm sorry i missed it Who is the erie county executive again <laughs> john <laughs> why would you do that to me? john you're busting my balls here john John, <laughs> mike uh do you think they'll uh at first i wonder if they'll keep the wall of fame they have to keep the wall of fame right like it's i heard that i did Hear something though when I post this on Twitter that people were like, ah, it's a Ralph thing. It wasn't really like a stadium thing. Well, I think that they're gonna have some I feel like every stadium has some sort of wall of fame or some sort of you know acknowledgement to the to the players of past. Uh, so they gotta have something. And and OJ's definitely not making it on the wall, right? I mean it's up to you, Mike. I know you keep him, but like do you think? Yes, OJ of course
1: comes- <laughs> he is. He's in the hall of fame. He's he's getting the removed from the hall of fame. He's one of the best top two players. Bill's players in history he's, he's he has to
2: be in the Hall of Fame
0: So actions don't have consequences
2: <laughs> He was acquitted he's, There were no consequences the, the jury decided that his actions Didn't actually They weren't his They were somebody else's actions <laughs> Mind you there's never been another suspect Whatsoever for this, this case <laughs> And the accused did write
0: the book if I did it,
2: <laughs> well, big if though. <laughs> big if there. In the- <laughs> it
0: was actually a very, very tiny.
2: If so tiny,
0: you couldn't even see it on the page. Tidy and did subscri- you actually
2: read? Did you actually read the book? It was like
0: the cover is in black, and then the if is also in black. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'd be funny if he's writing that book, like, and he's sending it to the editor, and like the editor started reading the pages, going through, it would be like, hey. Like, so I was actually looking at, you said, if I did it and looking at the court transcript documents and like, it's like word for word. Like you have to deviate from the actual murder. Like you can't, (laughs) you can't write in exactly what happened. Oh, I just, if I did it, this is how it came along. Like there's, they've got to keep, there's no way they keep OJ on it. They've, they've always been mum about it. They've never actually said why they wouldn't get rid of him they're just like oh he's already there you know and the pagulas were kind of like well you know it was it was there when we got here so um i think they'll get rid of him i think they'll just go into the next stadium and they just he just won't be there and it'll be like news for like a game or two or a few maybe but i mean they did although they did invite him to the stadium last season <laughs> like that was that was kind of a big deal so uh i don't know he should be on there I mean, if you can separate someone's personal, someone's personal, you know, with what, what happened. But even if you
1: don't, like he was acquitted, jury of his peers, you know, he went to jail after that,
2: right? Well, that was for a separate thing for another violent crime. (laughs) He just wanted his stuff back, man. (laughs) He wanted his stuff back. So he grabbed a guy at gunpoint, kidnapped him. (laughs) It's all blown out of proportion. (laughs) You
0: heard heard O.J. chime in on Will Smith, right? Not
2: yet. No, I didn't. What did he say?
0: He said he was wrong. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Will Smith was wrong. He was. He was after all. I defended him at first, and I was just like, yeah, it was really wrong. (laughs) He's really wrong. I'm just like, why would you ever defend your wife like that? O.J.'s like, man, you're giving your wife a lot of credit over here. I don't know if she does. Of course, it was his ex-wife, Nicole. So, yeah, I love, I love um, whenever OJ gives his own like supreme like thoughts on something or opinion on something that's controversial. I always just the best part is just reading the the replies underneath. It really is. It's just like, bro, you realize you literally murdered two people. (laughs) Like, like he said something about who was it? Like uh, Ray Lewis or something, you know, or like he had something to say about, Oh God, I can't even remember. It had to do with murder or something. I don't remember, but he just, he just had to have his two cents in. and people are like, you realize that's what you did. Like you killed people. But, um, I don't think they'll keep him on. I think they're going to get rid of them. And I think they'll just kind of be like, oops. And what's funny is one of the, one of our followers on Twitter said, uh, if the name doesn't fit, in regards to the Wall of Fame, Then if the name doesn't fit, then you must omit. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty... Is, there, is there
1: anybody that um, isn't on the Wall of Fame that should be, that's been retired for, say, more
2: than five years? Yeah, I think Cookie Gilchrist not being on there was a Ralph decision, right? I, th- I don't think he's on there you can Google that. I'm pretty sure he's still not on there, but that was a Ralph decision. Again, this was all like Ralph's kind of Wall of Fame, and I think the Bagulas kind of carried it on a little bit, but it was more of a from a hands off approach. Like they allowed certain players, I think, uh, recently to no
1: no Gil- Gilchrist was on the Wall of Fame.
2: Is he okay? Someone else then, or maybe <sighs> Gilchrist just got in. Uh, but but so here's a funny story. You know, I was mentioning about. Uh, being sick this past like week and a half, and I remember I brought this up with you guys on a podcast when, like, we just had our daughter. Like, it's like three years ago or so now, but I remember the the podcast I did after everyone was super nice. They're like, "Oh, congratulations!" This and that on Twitter, Twitter social media, all that stuff. And uh, what's funny is I got super sick the night before my wife gave birth. So like, I had I only get sick like every three or four years. John never gets sick. Mike probably gets sick a little bit less often than I do, but like I super sick like it was like food poisoning and i thought i was gonna die right and it was at that moment that i realized and i realized again this last week being sick for a while like there's a lot of people that go through terminal diseases or whatever like leukemia or cancer or whatever and people always say when they eulogize them like oh you know they fought to the end they were a fighter blah blah blah. like the people that do i i'm not going to be a fighter when it comes down to it
0: (laughs) no question (laughs)
2: I am going to give up way too quickly. When time comes. Like when when one of you eulogizes me, um, if that is the case, if one of you gets that, gets a, the, you guys are going to be like, the doctor said he had six more months and he gave up after a few weeks. <laughs> like he had so much more time and he was just like, you know, no thanks. So. Um, I felt that way this last week. So my wife and I were just recently talking about like, like when I die. You know, upbeat end of life, end of life stuff, upbeat stuff that you know you want to talk about with your spouse at some point. We were just joking around. She's like, "Well, what happens when you like eventually die? Like, what do you want? Do you want to be buried or cremated?"
0: Let's guess what you want. Okay,
2: take a guess. Take a guess. <laughs> I should I write it down?
0: Because John will change his answer.
2: Yeah, you should write it down.
1: You can write it down. And I'll just say it, and then you can show your card. Okay. I say
2: Mike it? has no. Mike has to think about what he, what he thinks I would do. Oh, there's no question. You're okay. gonna get wrong. So no, you're I'm, gonna be I'm, wrong. I'm
1: ready to. I'm ready to
2: say. Okay, go ahead, John. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me. I'm. Why
0: are you saying I'm gonna be, wrong? <laughs> <You're> gonna <laughs> be right.
2: wrong? you were so confident about that. That was old Nate. That was that was Nate from 2004. This <laughs> is what you're thinking of.
1: I'm. I'm. I'm thinking logically. I'm thinking like I would. I would. This is what I would say for myself.
2: Okay. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Oh, so ahead, you're Jack. just taking your own, but I, I but I'm thinking other people would be as logical as me, such as Nate. You okay. might be irrational. You, you guys, I don't know. you guys both know. me. I'm the most <laughs> rational
0: one here. You're governed by every whim and emotion.
2: <laughs> a stiff breeze, a stiff breeze, and John flip flops on the most the most uh, tightly held ideals. <laughs> John just changed his stance on the vaccine three times since we started recording. <laughs> Flip flopping. Uh Mike, did you write one down or no? Or you know yeah, th- changing it. So you did? Okay. Uh-huh. All right, no changing it. Okay, John, you go first.
0: Wait, is this he's predicting what you want or what, yeah, yeah, what I want. <clears throat> well, he's just thinking what he wants and then projecting it onto you.
1: Well, maybe he was Or could, or it could be what I think Nate wants and what I want. Yeah. Okay. For myself, not what I want for Nate. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. It doesn't matter. So whatever. <laughs> right. Oh, you just want to change it based on that answer. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. No one response. <laughs> So so okay so John why don't you list what you want what you want to be done in your answer because we know you don't you're not you don't care what I want you just want what you want so
1: no um, I I'm gonna guess that you're gonna say uh uh a burial not cremated
2: okay why do you think that just curious well I want to see Mike's answer first yeah Mike what did you think
0: <laughs>
2: uh cremated and turned into a tree. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Why ding, ding, think? ding. Well, that's awfully specific. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, John, what do you think?
1: I feel like you guys have talked about this. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> that might have been old Nate. Mike. John, why do you think? I'm not saying you're wrong, but John, why do you think? There's a greater chance to come back to life, right? It could be a zombie. It could
1: be whatever, right? <laughs> Yeah, ashes spread over like Ralph Wilson Stadium, and then it's just dissipated into the atmosphere.
2: Right? How many millions of people have died and been buried, or buried with their bodies, and no one's ever come back, except maybe one. Except maybe one. Well, there's no still ever...
1: there's still there's still that
2: chance. There's still that chance. So, John, let me just. I ask would you say
0: this. cryogenics, man. If you think you, there's any chance, yeah, You, you want to be frozen. You don't want to be buried
2: yeah yeah because you that's... will rot <laughs> well you certainly don't want to be cremated <laughs> john so let me guess if i were to guess about when you die you definitely want to be buried right no cremation sure why not yeah interesting i mean you know it's more traditional right it is very it is much more traditional well yeah it's a more i don't think i've been to many cremations so yeah yeah so mike why do you think cremation and turned into a tree <laughs> It's very specific.
0: (laughs) Well, are we talking far into the future? Like if it were today, I I mean, I I mean,
1: I hope it's far into the future. (laughs) You think thirty years is gonna make that much of a difference?
0: Well, yeah, because like maybe like for Nate's sanity, why don't we say fifty years? Like if he were to die, be know he had like six months, six weeks now. I think he would opt for being buried because of his parents. Like, there'd be that whole like religious aspect. Like, oh, so people can have somewhere to visit him. Like, his mind will still think he has some clinging to this mortal coil when in reality there's just nothing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but I think you might you might think they like, oh, go some spot where people can go. Then maybe burial. Yeah, if you're gonna die soon. But otherwise cremated and turned into a tree.
2: <laughs> I feel like we had this conversation at one point about being cremated and turned into a tree. <laughs> or maybe I sent you like a text message before we had John on the group chat of like, wouldn't this be cool to do? Cremated yeah, and, I just like, think it's a like, service that does
0: it. Like you do so, like you're paying it forward just in some tiny, 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 tiny way. Wait,
1: so, so how do you get turned into a tree again?
0: Basically, they just take all the residual shit that's left over after your fat is burned <laughs> off. <laughs> so it's just ash and bone, and then they just plant put a tree in there.
2: <laughs> I wonder oh, okay.
0: you're the potting soil for the tree.
2: The flames, the flames got to burn a lot greater the more fat you have right like is there a possibility like when they cremate me not that i'm super fat i'm not in great shape right now but like (laughs) is there a possibility that there's like a little bit of sizzle like like when you when you cook a lot of bacon at once (laughs) you know (laughs) we'd be like oh man like normally it smells bad but today it smells like bacon (laughs) like that's a little weird right guys (laughs) um i think so so mike's right mike's right about cremation um, if it happens soon, by the way, my parents, for whatever reason, like... Wait, was um, he right about the tree, too, or just the cremation bird? The tree, I must have mentioned it to him at one point. Cause, no like, way. Th- I must have, because I, th- I remember feeling... I remember either telling Katie about it, or maybe I told you about it, but um, yeah.
0: Even when you're point. right, you can't get any credit from me. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you pull it oh. <laughs>
2: One time. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, if, if that's all, if I didn't tell you, that's yeah. that's super impressive because ideally I'd be cremated. And this is going to go back to the Bills at one point for anyone listening. Um, I'd want to be cremated.
1: Just so you could get spread over the Bills, right? That's the whole only reason. Yes. So my Probably. wife was
2: like, yeah, so um, just so you could be, uh, and she was like, yeah, you know, oh yeah. And I'll take your ashes and then I'll like, you know, spread them over the stadium, right? Ha ha ha. And I'm like, yes. but." Only the new Bill Stadium. Don't you dare, if I die in the next three years, don't you dare spread ashes over a stadium that's gonna eventually become a parking lot. <laughs> like what a waste of ashes. Do you imagine that? But
1: but don't you realize that the new stadium will also eventually become a parking lot?
2: Yeah, but not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, my children will be way too old then, like, you know, to remember that. At least they could go vi- like I don't want them to pay homage to a parking lot. I want them to go to a Bills game, you know. Could you imagine do, do you think the current Bills state they must get requests like this, right? Like to pour ashes in the stadium and they just say no, like not on the field, right? What a
1: terrible well, biohazard it is. I would imagine that you you it's easier to ask for forgiveness in those situations <laughs> than <laughs> I've seen people pour ashes
2: like oh, I wasn't I I supposed I. to do that. <laughs> I didn't know. I did ask forgiveness. <laughs> who's who's that guy over there uh leaning over the edge and then just Dumping a, a plastic solo cup of dust onto the field. What is he doing? Is that John you the from big, CT
1: Dubs? You ever see the big Lebowski with the the coffee can?
2: Oh, that's right. And
1: then the throwing his and it goes back into the dude's
2: face. <laughs> that, would, that would be that would be me if I had to do your ashes. <laughs> like that's how clumsy I'd be. Like John really wanted this, you know, moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> right in my face It'd be a windy day Wouldn't actually get on the field But Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'd be more funny If I got cremated Let's go with that <laughs> It'd be funny John Why do you care about Like holding on to your To your body Once you're gone Once you're gone You're gone man Does That's what I've come to That's what I've come to grips with Like in death Like it's It's something we all face eventually And I'm sure I'm not looking forward to it But like It's I, I don't It's Holding on to that stuff Like I'm not there's nothing to hold on. There's not even going to be a me to hold on to it. But anyway, this is getting way too deep into the the simulation. But it doesn't it yeah, just... the bills the bills need a new punter? <laughs> Let's get into. Uh... So oh yeah, so that that was all I wanted to say about the the stadium. My wife will eventually. You know what's funny is she'll. She'll pour my ashes at the old stadium, not remembering this conversation we literally just had this past week. So I'm going to require Mike and John specifically to stand up for me and remind her, but what she's going to do is she's going to dump the ashes, all my ashes there, not just a little bit of all of it, just to get it all out. (laughs) And then she'll meet her future husband there. Like it'll probably be like a bills player or something. Josh Allen, who knows? Then she'll, uh, she'll forget I even existed (laughs) because she married a bills player. (laughs) Best thing that ever happened to me, Nate died and I married a Bills player. <laughs> All the good things in one uh in one weekend. So and I got free tickets to a Bills game. I'll have to put that in my will too. So the person does it. My uncle, the one I mentioned that ruined Christmas like ten years ago, he like, I think he has in his will that he wants people to uh go to the Caribbean to uh sprinkle his his uh ashes. I'm like, man, how do I get how do I get uh On that train, like, is there a a waiting list for, like, spreading your ashes? Like, how do I get on that? That'd be nice. Free trip. (laughs) But it sounds terrible to say. Anyway, um, so other NFL news, specifically AFC East news, Tyreek Hill got traded to the Dolphins, and they gave him a huge, huge, huge contract extension. So um, Tyreek Hill leaves the Chiefs, and then he goes to the Dolphins to play under Tua. And I don't know about you guys. I'm psyched about this. Like, this is great news because anytime you take away an amazing, like, top five weapon in the entire NFL away from one of the best quarterbacks in the league, like, and you replace him with, what, Juju Smith-Schuster, that's all that, excuse me, they've really done. Um, I think this is a a big win for Buffalo, even though the Bills play Tua and and Hill twice a year in the Dolphins. um, I love this move. John, what did you think of of Tyreek Hill getting traded to – to the Dolphins,
1: yeah, absolutely, it's fantastic. I mean, it. It's unfortunate it's in the division, but like, it's still a win. Like, top two target for Mahomes and the Bills had trouble with the Chiefs over the last couple of years. Miami, like, what, what can Tyree throw the football? Because <laughs> I, I don't know who's who's throwing it to him. So, Bridgewater, maybe? I, I don't know.
2: The good thing about Dolphins fans is they're going to find out real quick if uh Tua is the starting quarterback or is a franchise quarterback cuz remember we kind of had doubts and then the Bills got digs. and then we knew for sure that Josh Allen was a was a legit franchise quarterback uh because he put it that was his best season that was an MVP season for Josh Allen so they'll find out real quick i i i'd rather play him twice twice a year within the division than possibly in the playoffs where he's burned us two of the last two of the last seasons. If you think about it, the teams that have really beaten the bills the last two seasons, I mean, it's the chiefs both times, but what do the chiefs have? Uh, you know, that a lot of other teams don't have is like a franchise quarterback and an unbelievable wide receiver. Um, mind you, they also have an amazing tight end in, in Travis Kelsey, but, um, I mean, you can at least cover one guy. You can't cover both guys. You can't bracket both guys with, you know, four DBs or whatever. So, uh, yeah, and I've mentioned
1: it several times. Like like the Bills needing a receiver that is on par with that caliber. Like, you know, the the 1B to Josh Allen, just like how Tyreek Hill has been for Mahomes. And him not being there is, is
2: huge for us. Absolutely. Mike, what did you think when you, when you heard the news?
0: Very excited that he'll no longer be with Mahomes because, again, it seems like it's the Bills and the Chiefs and everybody else in the AFC for me. Echo your sentiments that it's unfortunate it had to be uh, that he had to go to somebody but we played twice.
2: Um, but again, probably someone will never see in the playoffs, at least. So that's a good thing. Um, Tyreek Hill got a four-year, $120 million extension. Like, that's... That's insane. Like, that's there. So, just to give you perspective, um, Stephon Diggs is making 13 million a year. (laughs) So, when Stephon Diggs is talking about an extension, don't you think he's going to want that 30 million a year? So, the Bills, so this kind of leads into needs, but the Bills absolutely have to draft at least one wide receiver this year. You know, maybe not necessarily to like Stephon Diggs or Tyreek Hill's pedigree, but like a Gabe Davis sort of wide receiver that can contribute in one year or two years or whatever, because there's no guarantee that they can even afford Stefan Dakes uh, if he's going to ask for $30 million a year. Now, Brandon Bean is amazing, and he's done some unbelievable cap, uh, cap uh, massaging, I want to say, cap structuring in order for the Bills to get the players that they have, but <laughs> it's a lot of... <laughs> It's it's a lot of massaging you gotta do to get to thirty million a year for for digs, so.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, receiver is already a need, regardless. But like, you, you look at the flip side of things, and you know, so Tyree Kill left the Chiefs, and you have Devonte Adams left Green Bay. You, you have all these big time receivers that you know their their teams are like, you know what, we got our quarterback, Mahomes, Rodgers, whoever. Like, you know. We'll find somebody out. The Packers are notorious for that. They don't. They never find any help for Rogers, but he still manages to to do great things. And um, the same is probably going to end up happening for Buffalo. They're not going to end up being able to keep digs so that you know. I mean, we got him a couple more years, but you know, either way, they need a receiver. So,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I I think you have to. I mean, we we kind of talked about this. We have wide receiver basically as one of our top needs going into the draft. Um, it's funny. I mentioned mas- massaging earlier because Deshaun Watson, we didn't get a chance to talk about that, the trade to the Browns where Deshaun Watson went for like a bunch of draft picks and he got to the Browns, He got a huge contract extension. No, we did mention this a couple weeks ago, but still, um, these, these are the current AFC quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryan, I guess those are like eight, Seven really good quarterbacks, eight if you count Matt Ryan. But like, if you look at the NFC, I mean, what does the NFC have? They have Aaron Rodgers, of course, but he's he's got only a few years left. You have you know Tom Brady, who has maybe another year left, maybe Dak Prescott. Then you go Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray. I mean, the NFC is wide open. I would be su- I would be surprised if Tom Brady didn't look at the NFC and it's just like, man, there's the only one in my way is Aaron Rodgers to making another Super Bowl appearance. So. Uh yeah, Deshaun Watson going to the going to the AFC is is kind of crazy. Staying in the AFC, I should say. So right now, here's what I have as our top needs. And John, Mike, let me know if I'm missing anything. Our top three needs. Okay, heading into the draft. After free agency is mostly all done. We have cornerback, wide receiver. Now Mike had defensive end, but he called it Von Miller. So the credit to Mike. <laughs> He actually got one right. So and then I have. So then I have. Uh, <laughs> why does it always have to be a backhanded compliment, right? Why can't it just be? Oh, Mike got one right. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Good job, Mike. Um, <laughs> corner wide receiver, and I think linebacker. I was going to say interior offensive line only because I didn't know that Ryan Bates was going to be resigned, but. Other than that, we're just lacking depth. We're not lacking starters at guard or center. So we're really just lacking depth, which you can get in the draft, which you still should get in the draft. I want to say it's like a top four need maybe, but I want to put cornerback, wide receiver, and either linebacker. I think linebacker. I only think linebacker. John, what do you think? Did I miss one?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's tough because you can nitpick, right? You could be like, ah, you know, should I get drafted running back or this or that? But um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously, with Levi Wallace gone, cornerback I think becomes their number one need. Still, um, depending, you know, they, they got Dane Jackson, Terran Johnson, but um, I think corner um, and then receiver, just because they Josh Allen needs more, you know, more weapons. Right? That that's never gonna hurt them. So, corner than receiver, and number three, I would say uh, punter, mm. which. Which is amazing that I feel that they're number
2: three in need is punter. That's pretty good, right? You like that over linebacker? Because one is like, we really need a starter, at punter. (laughs) Like we really do, right? Like we really need a guy to beat out Matt Hawk.
1: They were, they were like, uh, there were a lot of games where they were like, don't get me wrong. I love going forward on a fourth down, but like they were purposely not (laughs) punting because of their punter for a lot of the, games right like yeah. they don't want to risk it which <laughs> is crazy imagine sp- sure
2: they Brian mormon <laughs> oh man don't even don't even say that <laughs> don't even it was make- like one of their
1: best drowder <laughs> players was their punter how sad is that it's
2: sad that it didn't line up better <laughs> is what it's said for <laughs> imagine if that lined up the way it did if brian mormon was just born 15 years later <laughs> yeah yeah best player of the drought mike Is there something that you think... I know we were going linebacker. I only have linebacker. So, punter, I like that as a bigger need only because we have two starting linebackers and we have, like, okay depth behind them. But in my mind, why I choose linebacker over punter is I don't think the Bills are sold on Tremaine Edmonds. And I think Tremaine Edmonds, no matter what, is going to sign for a lot of money next year. And I think the Bills are going to do anything that they can to find a guy who will replace him so they don't have to pay him. Because I don't think they're 100% sold on him. I think he's I think he's good, but he's going to get paid as great, and he's going to get paid off that draft potential still by another team, and not necessarily all the stuff that's been put on the field. So uh, I put linebacker... I guess I see punter because we definitely need a guy better than Matt Hawk, but I feel like is bigger. Yeah. I could see. Okay. I, could, I can put punter over linebacker, but I think linebacker is top four.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that like they should draft a punter in the third round, but like <laughs> as far as, you know, if you're
2: ranking a needs list, right? Yes. And that's what we're doing, you know, to a point. I mean, if somebody took a quarter in the second round, you're not going to be like super angry. Right. Like, I mean, if they if they mess up the the order a little bit in the rankings, sure, it's like whatever. But like if they draft a guard in the third round, even though I have that as maybe like my fifth need, like no one's going to be upset about that. Now we will get into I think maybe next week what we're going to talk about is positions that if the Bills draft, we're going to be pissed. <laughs> like high, like come on, like really, like do you, we can almost eliminate several different positions that the Bills won't need to draft next next week. Uh, and then we'll talk about some prospects too, but. Uh, yeah, Mike, is there is there another thing that you know came up that we didn't talk about? Because they they've covered a lot of our needs since the first you know week of the off season.
0: You guys think any chance Gilmore comes back?
2: There was a rumor today, wasn't there, or yesterday, that uh, Gilmore might come back. Gilmore sucks.
0: <laughs> I think there's a bunch of teams that are interested, but well, why is certainly he, a need for the Bills.
2: Why hasn't he signed yet? Though is what I want to know. Because I'm sure he is a huge... I'm sure a lot of people would want to sign him. I just wonder why he hasn't been signed yet. Is he waiting for a bigger contract? Because if that's the case, it's it feels... really cool. sucks. <laughs> I, uh,
0: it's a business, John. It's a business.
2: So I would... You know how like Mike likes to point out I'm petty? Like, bitter Nate is one of the things that he likes to talk about. He Would you say it was my default and actually me not being bitter is like, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> is like me being an anomaly? <laughs> it it reminds me of like my my kids were watching sesame street and you know how you get really sick like you become grouchy like you're not in a good mood you're you're kind of like you know you're grouchy so when oscar the grouch was in a bad or was sick like he was in a great mood and so nobody in sesame street understood like that's that's like me like my default is oscar the grouch (laughs) (laughs) bitter nate and then me not being bitter but like I i didn't want rob gronkowski for that reason like i couldn't let go of that bias. I'll, I can let go of a bias for Stefan Gilmore. He didn't say anything that was too, too critical. He didn't suck. He was. Pretty I'm not good. biased. You're non-biased. No. Oh, did
1: you know that Tremaine Edmonds is only 23 years old? <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I. mean, no, I didn't know that.
1: Just making sure.
2: Yeah, I feel like I've heard that several times, but.
1: Also, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. <laughs> Do
2: you know Jerome Bettis is from uh, Detroit?
1: And do you know who Jack Nicholas's godson, uh, god uh, grandson is? Grandson. It right?
2: isn't Nick O'Leary, grandson. is it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Got Nick it. O'Leary. Does he like to wear gloves or no? It's a good question. Not a fan of gloves. I do know that. <laughs> I do know that. That was a big thing too. I thought. I thought more people yeah. knew that one. I guess not. <laughs> I thought no, we were no, playing. That, with no, each I was. Other. I was playing along. Oh, you were playing just, along. Oh, was, geez, yeah, totally. Yeah. I was too. I was playing along just now. Even when I said we weren't playing along. Uh, yeah. So okay, cool. So we're going right now. We're heading into a draft. Going cornerback, wide receiver, linebacker, and punter is our biggest needs. So be interesting to to do some research on some guys that could be going around round one, guys that might be available for there for that area. And yeah, yeah. So we covered uh Ryan Bates, Ryan Bates, aka Rick Bates, uh signing an extension with the Buffalo Bills. They're Offensive line is intact. If you add Roger Saffold in instead of Darrell Williams, you could say it's an upgrade. Hopefully it is on paper. Hopefully it is. We talked about the new stadium that's going to be built in the next three years. Um, $850 million coming from uh, our taxes. And uh, the rest of the $1.4 billion, which is $550 million, is coming from the NFL and the Pagulas. And the Pagulas are covering all the overages and the construction costs, which is cool. O.J. Simpson will not be on the Wall of Fame in the new stadium. And my wife is definitely going to scatter my ashes if I die in the next couple of years into the old stadium. And where she'll meet a Buffalo Bill player and marry him. And I'll be a forgotten memory in my wife and my children's eyes. Um, Tyreek Hill traded to the Dolphins. Deshaun Watson was traded to the Browns, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago. And uh, biggest needs, cornerback, wide receiver, uh, linebacker, and punter. Bro, a
0: forgotten memory. That's deep. (laughs) That should be like a band name or something. Oh, man. Or a book of poetry.
2: You want to start a new podcast called Forgotten Memory?
0: (laughs) I definitely want you to delete this section so somebody doesn't steal that for something. (laughs) We should do something with it.
2: Dude, if you if you start a band called Forgotten Memory, you gotta <laughs> let 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 us license out some of your music for the podcast for the intro and outro. If it's good if it's any good. If it's not garbage. Forgotten memory. What memories. would what
0: would be like the uh reciprocal of that? Forgotten memory, vivid, vivid
2: remembered. Oh, remembered uh suppressed memories. <laughs> 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 Reliving suppressed memories. <laughs> uh That sounds terrible. Um, Remembering. Where's our research guy? John's already checked out by this time of the podcast. A little bit louder now. (laughs)
0: Hmm. I'll think about it.
2: By the way. Hey. hey. By the way. (laughs) By the way. Tyree Kill is definitely guilty of violence. Can we all agree on that? Like he's definitely a violent person. Do you remember when the Bills played? Against the Chiefs, like, a couple years ago in the AFC Championship game, there was a scuffle on the field. Like, Tyreek Hill was one of the first guys that had to be held back from the sidelines from getting into a scuffle that was already going with players. Like, if if you're the first guy off the bench that wants to fight someone, like, odds are you're prone to violence, right? Tyreek Hill definitely did whatever everyone said he was, right? Not guilty. I mean, he's definitely guilty, right, of whatever he was accused of doing, right? Okay. Well, he definitely
1: should have been guilty of taunting against the Bills in the last game there. Yeah, that's... You a, know?
2: Yeah. When he gave the deuces sign, yeah. 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 Didn't the, uh, didn't the NFL come out like recently and said they should have flagged that or something or they shouldn't have flagged it? Like, they came out with a specific statement on that Yeah, one. they
1: said they made a mistake on that one.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, that would have helped, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. The Bills came back and scored. But, Mike, anything else you want to... Forgotten... Uh, forgotten memories no got nothing okay all right cool well it was good talking to you guys again uh a week a week past uh what we normally do uh but it's fun to talk about all this stuff uh next week again we're going to talk more draft stuff and we're going to get into it a little bit more and more uh as it comes it's kind of it's going to come by quick We're, we're less than a month to the draft which is crazy it's crazy so it's an exciting time to be a Bills fan this is one of the most exciting I feel like we say this every offseason we've done the podcast it's been a really exciting offseason every offseason seems to get better and better and this one is uh, is no exception so thank you guys all for sticking up or sticking with us uh, thank you for that one person on Reddit <laughs> that mentioned CTW pod when uh, someone from the browns someone from the Browns fan base mentioned uh, Mike showed this to us right before we started recording. Uh, some member from the Browns fan base on Reddit, on Bills Reddit, was like, "Hey, looking, f- uh, looking to change to to becoming a Bills fan. Um, you know, which which podcasts are out there that you guys would consider listening to? And uh, you know, there were a lot of like really good podcasts out there. I mean, geez, right now when we started, there was only four Bills podcasts. Now there's probably forty four, right?" Like there's a ton of them. Um, and a lot 1500. of 1500, <laughs> 1500, 1500 on this podcast channel alone. No, I'm just kidding. There's a ton in general and there's a lot of good ones. So the fact that somebody mentioned, if you are that person on Reddit, thank you for mentioning us, which I was happy because, uh, I was, I was worried scrolling down through all the comments that people are going to be like, uh, just whatever you do, don't make sure you don't listen to CTW pod. So thank you to that one person. If you're listening right now, uh, give you a, give you a shout out for that. Um, you may not be a listener after we talked about cremation for about a half hour, but uh, hopefully you stuck around. So, signing off for John. Go Bills. For Mike. Go Bills. It was fun. For me, Nate. Go Bills. Thank you guys all for listening. Check out our T Public store at slash stores slash CTW pod. Uh, get our Von Miller time t shirt there which we sold a lot of them. So thank you guys all for for checking the store out. For me, Nate, go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys again next week.